0: Hello Jess Hey Elsie, how are you? I'm well, so are you dressing up for Halloween? (laughs) Haha, if I make it, yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I saw the best costume Uh My husband was so freaked out by it But all my friends are just like, you must It's a white t-shirt And then you glue, you put some red paint Uh huh Glue doll arms and a little trick-or-treat bucket coming out of the belly.
0: (gasps) Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) So it's like he's broken through my stomach. Oh, my gosh. And he's ready to, like, trick-or-treat. It's like a tiny little – because, you know, they have those tiny little pumpkins with the handle.
0: Yeah, 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 totally. Oh, my gosh.
1: I am definitely round enough to – be my own pumpkin. And I'm not going to lie, or a watermelon, or many other round, <laughs> or many other round things for Halloween. But you know what? I live on a very busy road, and I never get any trick or treaters. We're invited to a Halloween party, but my friends who are having it are also, um, how do I say this nicely? They smoke a lot of um, funny cigarettes.
0: Oh, so my
1: husband's hesitant to take me. Not that I can't. I don't care if they smoke funny cigarettes. He doesn't want me to inhale it.
0: That's all right. Like, I don't who would judge. want to inhale? I mean, who does that? What I, uh,
1: but no, what I mean, like, no, I, I don't. Again, I don't. Okay. I, I don't mind if all their guests are smoking up. It's just that he's just like, I don't want to do. You can't be near that. And I was like, I'm not gonna smoke it. What's the difference? He's like, you can't be near that. But they smoke out of a. Not to be all potheady, because right. I'm not. But they, but I know because they're my friends, mm-hmm. and I've been there many times. They smoke out of a vaporizer. It's not quite the same as like.
0: Oh my god! How weird we is that? In- I've never heard that before.
1: Yeah, it turns into vapor. Huh. I don't know. Somehow it's cleaner. For, I don't know. She explained to me the whole process once. Oh, wow. I don't remember most of it. But um, anyway, I don't think it would be harmful. But he just feels like I don't know. I guess because my baby's in my belly, he thinks like he he can't let Isaac go. To the party. I don't think it's me. He's just like, I can't let my son go to this party. And I'm like, but he's not born yet. He won't, you know, he feels weird about it. But yeah, what about you? Are you dressing up?
0: I don't like Halloween.
1: Ivay, why do you even ask me?
0: Because it's, you know, it's a topic of conversation. It's a topical thing. It's like, you know, Halloween time. No, you know, I, I. I I don't know. I've always had, like, not so positive experiences with Halloween because it's been so such a like dark a holiday. Like, when I was a little girl, it was fun. And and when I was in El Salvador, it was really fun to do Halloween stuff over there. I really enjoyed it. But then when I got to the States, I don't know. Like, once I got – I think it was in, the, in college, the college years and stuff. It gets to be really dark. It just – people tend to party a little too much. People tend to get too dark and – Eh, I don't know I always had like for whatever reason I had really negative experiences so I didn't want to dress up and all that stuff so
1: um Halloween like I mean not I never had any emotionally negative experiences but I will say that years and years of sweaty greasy makeup and smeared pillowcases and sexy outfits that make no sense whatsoever and like if you go on BuzzFeed you can see some of the like super ridiculous costumes that they have like sexy SpongeBob oh my god sexy Patrick, which is kind of like what is even the point of being either of those characters if you're not going to be like a full sponge? Right. <laughs> that don't make no sense, y'all. That's what I think.
0: No, you're right. And, and you know, my girls are actually really excited and I I see it through their eyes and it made, last year I dressed up like a as a Ghostbuster. Not really a Ghostbuster. Yay. I got a Ghostbuster t-shirt and then I got like a pink wig because, you know, why not? Yeah. So I have that, but That's
1: the part that's fun is that dressing up for them is kind of fun. Actually, I used to really love sitting on the porch and seeing trick-or-treaters and fussing over their, you know, like stranger. Because that's really really the only time I like other people's kids is when they're like all dressed up. And I'm just like, what a great costume. That's so cute. You're so clever. Trick-or-treat. Have a nice night. You know, (laughs) that whole part is like really fun for me. But now that we moved here, like we never get any trick-or-treaters Yep. ever.
0: Oh, well, Sad. I don't know because we're going to be in our new house, or well, we are in you our new house either. at this moment. Where because I'm time-lapsed, we're a new house, new place. I have no idea. So, oh right, we'll That's see. Right. I know, right? But you know what? It's so crazy. the holiday, I I think that the holiday season is sort of sort of like ushered in via Halloween. That's what I think. Because then once Halloween mm. comes in, then it's like, holy cow, it's January, and <laughs> you know I mean? It's hyperspeed. So, what do you think about you know podcasting in the holiday season? You've gone through one season of holidays with your podcast. How did that go? Did you even did you do anything special? Was it like
1: for Halloween? I did not do anything special
0: for the holiday season as a whole. Did you do anything? Special? No. No. Uh,
1: okay. uh, yes. Hold on. I have to go back <laughs> you have to go and be the like, see, I don't even remember. Um, okay. So for Halloween, so the night before Halloween, actually, Amber McHugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Halloween was on a Thursday, so I had a Wednesday and a Friday show. Uh-huh. And then for Thanksgiving, it was the day before – actually, I did. I had the the day before and after Thanksgiving. and, the, and I, But I chose them um, – the one night the day before, I chose Crail Funch because um, – and she was actually – she used to be my boss in college. But besides that, she's kind of like a very pretty Barbie – Sweet though, but she looks like Barbie, except she's and she's insanely tall, but she's kind of like Martha Stewart. Her she like makes these beautiful table settings and she's got all these great like decorating ideas, and so I thought the day before Thanksgiving would be good because people go shopping for their Christmas crap oh, okay. right after you know, right, Black right. Friday. Yeah, yeah, totally. So and then um for Christmas, I oh so the week of Christmas, I, I moved my show. Normally, like I said, it was on Wednesdays and Fridays. The week of Christmas, I did Monday and Friday because Christmas was on a – it was on a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So Christmas – so Tuesday and Wednesday, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, I had nothing. Same with the following week. I had nothing except for that Friday. I had January 3rd. So I I moved – I shuffled my schedule to meet with the – and not that I even do anything, but just that I feel like – I don't know. I just sort of felt like I wanted to – not give people a show on the holidays. And then this year, because I'll probably be on maternity the way I have my schedule. So I've changed my schedule so that it's, um, from now until the end of the year, it's Wednesdays are an interview and Fridays are a solo show. And I don't have any planned for Christmas or new years. I could do a solo show on that on those Fridays, but those are again on Wednesday. Is that true? How's that possible? Yeah, Christmas Day and New Year's Day are both on Thursdays, so I was going to skip those weeks actually. Mm-hmm. But that's only because I'm on maternity. I think if I wasn't on maternity, I'd probably do like still do the Fridays, the day after New Year's, the day after Christmas. I right. probably still have shows. I'm just not doing it this year because I, you know, it's a good reason to not have a show, and I don't want to have to interview my pants off before. I, I mean, because Natalie Actall, God bless her. She banged out like a crazy amount of shows before she was like – I think she ended at like 37 weeks. Mm-hmm. But um, being diagnosed with preeclampsia and having high blood pressure, like I get very hyped up when I'm interviewing because I love talking to people yeah. and I get really excited about what they say. And even if it's a good hyped up, I can't, I can't push my blood pressure in that direction. So I've just been trying to not interview as much. So that's why I switched to one interview. Um, because I have a lot of them done and you know, just doing one from now to the end of the year is a lot better than trying to cram in 20, you know, 12 is better than 24 times where I'm just like,
0: what's up people, right. you know, no, it's, you're it's, right. I think that you yeah. made a really good choice based upon that, especially with all the stuff that's going on. I just think that this is a really good conversation. I mean, even just hearing, I think people hearing you do this kind of talking through, it, yeah. It's really helpful because not to scare you all and not to push things on you, because I cannot stand it when I start to see like Thanksgiving stuff when Halloween hasn't even happened. It just, yeah, I saw me. that the other day. Oh my God.
1: Actually, we were in big lots. I don't know, you know, because we went to big lots. And uh, so I've never been to a big lots before and I was a little mesmerized. But anyway, they already <laughs> have like tons of Christmas stuff out. Yeah. Christmas lights, Christmas trees, Christmas wreaths. And I was just like, wow, really?
0: Yeah. Not even I think
1: Halloween's a month away.
0: Right, right. But I think that it is it is a really good question to start asking and especially what you can do to prepare. And let me tell you, like last year I did special um episodes for I kind of took Rob out of the equation because I know, you know, he has a family as well, even though that I have a family as well. But I, I thought like, how can I make the production of the feed, which isn't actually really a lot of it. We, we do, you know, two episodes a month, which is really not a lot, but it takes a lot out of me. It takes me about an average of about eight hours for me to produce that that hour episode because mm-hmm. there's so there's so much to it you know there's a lot of research there's a lot of but well, anyway whatever but so what I did is I created a special episode for uh, for um, Halloween for Thanksgiving and Jeff. for. Uh, Christmas. Interesting. And so, what I did for those episodes is the Halloween episode. I reached out to the community and I had them send in snippets of Halloween stuff, and I put every, I compiled everything together. And I did, I did. Oh my God, yes, the things I do. I Elsie <laughs> wasn't the host; it was my doppelganger. And so <laughs> I had a doppelganger take over the show, and so it. that's what I, I did. It. And so my doppelganger was part of the whole deal, and I showcased, I think... I had seven submissions and we ended up being about it. It ended up being about an hour show. So all the scary things that people were doing for Thanksgiving. I also did a special thing. I don't even remember what the heck the Thanksgiving one was. I think there was also like some sort of submissions or like something that you're thankful for or something along those lines where I did that also on my own. And then the last episode that I did for, for Christmas time for the holiday time, I invited guests. So Mignon was part of it. And, um, ma uh uh OS oh, Ken 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 Ray was was part of it as well and so what we did is we just talked stuff like gifts for podcasters. I
1: did that too. And so we
0: all got together and we just had a list of things that we wish we had or suggestions for your podcaster. So it was a completely different episode and it was fun. The only thing that uh, I think that I found challenging for me is that the production of the holiday episodes for me, not the Ken Ray one, not the holiday one, but the prior ones where I used a lot of snippets from other people's stuff, it took me twice as long to edit yeah. And and those shows weren't downloaded as much as our others. So this year, I'm sort of not going to pursue that because it took, like, the output from my perspective was so much more. I love doing it so much, but nobody really liked it as much as I did. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, a
1: good experiment. Good to know. Yeah.
0: But maybe it's also because we were newer at that time, too. Like, the feed just launched in July mm-hmm. uh, last year. And so we were still building a fan base. So I don't know if now it would be more because we've really grown our audience and our, our fans are rabid. You know, I get comments like after the feed is published within minutes, I have people commenting and saying things about our show. So it's really fantastic. So I don't know, but it really took a lot out of me. So and I haven't planned. I planned more ahead of time. But um, kind of going back to prepare, I wrote a blog post a year ago uh, mm-hmm. for for Libsyn, and it was called Podcast Growth for the Holidays, Plan, Reengage, and Connect. And really, my whole idea about that was really creating the ultimate production experience for yourself at the end of the season. And I think like right now, this is the best time to do it. And I did it, And when I say to create the ultimate production experience, I'm not talking about output. Like I'm not talking about like line up all these interviews so that you can have them all to the end or whatever. But it really is if, you know, if you want more quality time with your family, you plan that you make sure that it happens. You know, if you want to have your podcast schedule remaining consistent, then that's your biggest choice. If you don't want that to happen, then you need to take a stance on that. So you need to tell your audience, this is what's the scoop, right? So, you know, super, holiday times are like super challenging, um, for whatever reason for a lot of people. So some people, you know, have things happen like there's loss or maybe there's a lot of family crazy time, or maybe you're totally fed up with the whole holiday season as a whole. Cause you know, that happens a lot and you have like a reaction mm-hmm. to it. So make it work for you and stop complaining. Like that's like my biggest thing. Yeah. So if you have a hard time in the holidays and you can't stand the way people are selling things. Then you make choices so that you have the holiday season that you want, the way that you want to end the year. So you, you, you take actions to have that experience for yourself. And I kind of broke that down into like these three tips. And one of the biggest mm-hmm. things to do, especially now, not, not particularly like in December, right before the holiday season, I find like in this time, like, Like the end of October, beginning of November is great to reconnect with your mission and why you're doing what you're doing. And it doesn't even have to be about podcasting. I mean, if you obviously if you're running a business and you're doing the podcast as to support it, then that would be great to do that kind of kind of brainstorming for your business. But it really can be just about who you want to be in the world. You know, like just dude, we lose track of what we really want during this time at least for myself, I can't even tell you how many times all of a sudden it's like the day before Christmas and there and I haven't done anything in quote special. And I feel yeah. kinda guilty or whatever. Like the gifts like the gifts that you buy are just because, oh my God, I have to go get so and so a gift. But you don't really think about it. And so anyway, just using the the momentum of this time to get greater perspective and reconnect with like that big thing, like why you're podcasting, what really is your show about, what's working, what's not, and are you publishing your content in relationship to that? Who is your optimal audience? Have you reached them? And what is a successful podcast for you? Because this is a really great time to start to look back and, and kind of reconnect with that. Like what, how do you measure success for yourself? And are you perhaps allowing yourself to measure success based upon somebody else's thought process? What do you think about that?
1: Yeah. Um, that's an interesting concept. Mm. I was still sort of thinking about the holiday thing where like, um, you know, how you prepare for it and what you do really depends so much on your show and your family. Just like what you were saying, mm-hmm. like, um, it, it depends on your subject matter. If you're a health person, you probably want holiday shows, right? If You're a TV person. Wh- why wouldn't you review like new Christmas specials or talk about old Christmas specials There's stuff that you can talk about? It's just for me, for me, it, it just didn't make sense. Yep. But, um, as far as holding yourself to other people's ideals, yeah, yo. I mean like I I definitely think you need to do what works for you, but um but there's like there's certain things that you sort of have to do. That's all. Yep. In order to have a successful show, marketing it, telling people about it, not being afraid, not you know, not being afraid to say what you need to say. Otherwise, you just have vanilla. You just have vanilla milkshakes all
0: the time. Mhm. I just feel that it's a really wonderful opportunity to to tap into your audience. And, You know, speaking about the kind of stuff that you have depending upon your business. You know, there's a there's a podcaster. He's, That's a, true, he's yeah. the sweetest sweetest guy ever. He doesn't really podcast for business per se, but his work in podcasting is really really top-notch and he's a he's a voiceover artist. One of the podcasts that he has. He does a lot of TV stuff. You know, he did uh, one on like Resurrection. I think, resur- cool. you know, Resurrection, that show, Under yeah. the Dome, you know, that kind of stuff. He loves that. And he has a Christmas one. It's called Christmas Memories Past and Present. His name is Wayne Henderson. And it's interesting yeah. because it's a seasonal podcast. Like it only comes out during that time. And he's been doing that for years. And obviously, this is not like, again, it's not like a business thing, but it's really great to build like an audience that's kind of used to, oh, Wayne's coming out with a show again. And they just connect with him during that time. So even having like a, some sort of, of, um, thing that you want to do for your podcast where you start to create something like that, like this is the time when you podcast specifically about the end of the F-Y-N-G. year, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so then everybody gets used to, you know, hopefully, I, I I would adore for you all that are listening to continue awesome podcasts for many, many years to come, that people start to expect that. You know, the way that we expect to see like the holiday shows on T V, Rudolph Rednell Glender, right. you know and that stuff. To just create certain things that you do at the end of the year to totally help. I think it's super, super cool.
1: I think you're right. And actually now that I think about it, there are ways that I could I mean Last year was an experiment because I was just trying to get in as many cool shows as possible and this year I'm trying to slow down and not do but I may now that you say that I may put on my list to do even if I don't have um a show for those weeks put out something like a lady business entrepreneurial wish list mm-hmm. for you to give to people um I mean cuz I have a couple friends who like are really good at the client gift yep. and a couple friends who are really good at the other woman entrepreneur gift. Like, here's what I would want. Mm-hmm. To this to your husband. This is, these are the things I need. New, are you a podcaster? New mic, new headset, upgraded yep. software, whatever.
0: That's like super killer. Like cool it's gift, killer stuff. Right? No, yeah. For
1: somebody to buy you like Adobe audition, if that's what you've been dying for. Yep. I don't know why you would, because it's complicated as hell, but yes. uh, <laughs> at least I think it is. But um, yeah. So, I mean, that kind of stuff, I think, would be fun to put out and to have it every year, the lady business gift guide Mm -hmm. for your, you know, for the women entrepreneurs that you love. I think that's fun. Yeah. It would be really fair things to get. Think fair things to get. I want to, I think I'm going to, You've inspired me. See that?
0: so now you add that to
1: the 800 other. <laughs>
0: exactly. But see, this is a good time to start doing that because you have enough time to sort of add right. or take something away to start to think about that. It's like the beginning, like the end of October. So that was like the, the first tip that I had was the reconnecting with your why. The second one is, you know, podcast growth equals foundation equals connection. So, so after you, you know, reconnect with your why, then you can start to focus on the growth. So, you know, you clarified your foundation and why you're doing what you're doing. So now you get a chance to strengthen it. So you, you know, you think about how how you feel when people that you are celebrating with, whether your family, friends, or coworkers are not jiving with you. You notice how you feel when your loved ones are, you know, those that are important to you in your life are aligned with you. So one creates a sense of alienation and disconnection and the other creates a sense of unity and connectedness. So, Connection will help you feel grounded as you feel that connection, so will your audience. So basically, if you are disconnected with yourself during this time and you don't know what the heck you want to do, that's what your audience is going to feel, especially with the stuff that you're putting out. So... Mm -hmm. The intention of growing your audience comes from the desire to feel connected and to support others, especially during the holiday season. So, some examples that you could do, like we've already talked about that, a special events episode. Um, you can have a, even just a special li- listener holiday party using, you know, Ustream or Google Plus or a webinar. You can have a feedback only episode highlighting your community. You can create a super special episode that has nothing to do with your regular content, it's really just entertainment. You can yeah. target your bonus content to deliver value to your audience. So maybe you can have some, you know, just like you were, you were talking about with that, with that gift guide. And also, mm-hmm. uh, exactly. you know what I mean? It's, it's super, super easy to do that kind of stuff. So that's,
1: that's a great way to grow a list is a gift guide because you just do it like a, um, a da
0: Optin. <laughs> I'm getting dumber by the minute. By the
1: minute, Elsie. So, so, Two brains in the body, no brain power. No
0: brain power. No way. The baby's getting the brain power. I'm sure if we talk- You know talk- why? Because there's a penis in there. <laughs> oh, oh, I whoa, said it. You sorry. did say it.
1: Just kidding. Oh my God. Oh my God.
0: Just kidding. Sorry. So, um, so yeah, so the special <laughs> event stuff to, to really where you, we are only, your focus is on connection. And immediately when you make that connection, when you try to connect with your audience, it's just going to work. It's just going to work. You're totally right. You know,
1: I think you're totally right. And actually you make a really good point. So, so, um, that's why I said, like, I, I do think you can do great holiday shows depending on your, on your subject matter, but you know, you're kind of making me feel like it really doesn't matter what your subject matter yep. is. Like if I just, like, let, let me just look in the directory real quick here. Cause I'm curious, like, and we can just, just for funsies, mm-hmm. because why not? Let's go through and like, think up some ideas for, you want or?
0: or No, no. I <laughs> said like, not or. or. Let's not do that. Not or.
1: For. Oh, I'm just going to pull random shows from the directory, oh. and then you and I can come up with holiday idea shows. Oh,
0: that'll be awesome. Okay.
1: Let's do it. Just for funsies, eh? Yep. And by the way, just in case anyone was offended by that, <laughs> I have one son in my stomach, one son- that's 16 and I don't like male bashing. It was just a joke. I don't man bash. I'm a feminist that, that doesn't like when other people objectify or bash men. But I just want to make that clear. I was just trying to be funny. <laughs> that's it. Sometimes funny trumps not being funny. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's all I have to say. Okay. So let's start with um, the business. No. Okay. Because we always start with business. Let's start with the kids and family section. I just chose that category out of nowheres, Um, and now it's going to pull up all the podcasts that are in the She Podcast directory, which if you're not in there, by the way, you just go to shepodcast.com, middle bar, middle of the page, you can add it. You have to opt in, and then you'll register for the site, and then you can register your thing. Um, Okay. So the kids and family one, Raising Playful Tots. Um, moms make the most of play time we focus on play that we want to see and experience in our homes covering simple parenting simple play so i think simple ideas for what you can do for the holidays christmas hanukkah thanksgiving even halloween stuff you can do to keep things because i get it you're not trying to overcomplicate. Mm-hmm. i actually like this idea it's like she i think she's the one that does like finger you know old school stuff Mm -hmm. finger painting and like i'm not trying to do like the whole pinterest project right but stuff that's cool what do you um any ideas for that one yourself Well, i
0: think that maybe just what you just said over complicating things i think you could do two different things you could do a a show on very simple ideas of how to create you know fun Play times for your kids while you're trying to do X, Y, Z, because more likely than not, you'll be planning stuff like baking something Mm -hmm. for a party or you have a specific thing that you've got to get done for like as a grown up, giving Mm -hmm. the kids something to do you know, while you're preparing or like doing shopping time. And also, what are the things that you want to take away so that you make your life, yeah. like that would be a different show, to make your life more simple, yeah. to take things out of the way so that you don't think like, I have to give them a, a new craft to do today because I said that I would do that or to, to make it a little bit less busy and more focused on the things you really want to do. Especially so,
1: during that time. Yeah.
0: Um, That could be a really great show for that as well.
1: Beyond Burnout, the Working Moms podcast. A podcast for busy working moms to help you have the resources you need to do all the things you need to do and stay sane. Oh, I can think of a million. I
0: know, right? For
1: each holiday, I could think of a million.
0: Oh my God, you know what I could do for for that one too, it would be really easy to be, to create like a real small series of like daily podcasts for that one. Mm-hmm. Like if the series is like an inter, like a an interview series or something like that to totally make it like one one to two to three minutes long, like a la quick and dirty tips for that week mm-hmm. of just like really s- like clear tips for curing, curing, <laughs> for stopping overwhelm for that mm-hmm. specific week so that you can get Feeling your mindset. Yeah, like dealing with your in-laws, X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 here's the tip, it's done. So that you can, you know, it's in your ears and out so that it doesn't consume too much, but it'll be really great to keep that mindset for like a week or something.
1: And it says it includes like relaxing your mind with affirming meditations, things like that. Lately, I've been thinking I should have meditations that aren't like the normal, like I would, like the other night I was thinking, I would just like an app that says, you are always right. (laughs) <laughs> Everything you think is sane, and everyone else is insane. Oh my gosh. That'd be awesome. That is
0: hilarious. I want meditations like that. Well, I think you that can we that. It's like that would go along. That remember awesome. when we mentioned that authentic weather app that we mentioned? Yeah, one, yeah. That would be really good. It would be like authentic <laughs> meditations. Yeah, <laughs> that would be yeah, like yeah. like really fun. Meditations just like that, that you do, you'd make a killing with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really need to do one like that with some beach music behind it. Uh, mom at 41, Ma, uh, with Dr. Karen Osborne. Let's let's switch um, it. Let's, well, I mean, after oh, that one, to let's topic. switch topic. Okay.
0: Let's switch, um, yes, because that way we can get, because that way we'll go to something that, like, how about science? Ah, uh, just
1: show science.
0: <gasps> oh my god, we're psychic.
1: That's so weird. I know. Um, but yeah, for Dr. Karen. I don't know. I don't know if that's any different than what we said for the burnout one. Like, I don't, um, for mom at 41, just, I don't
0: know. Well, maybe there's a difference. Same thing, making them
1: meaningful, making them simpler.
0: Yeah, but she, right? she's more focused on mom at 41. You know, like, I think that there's something different that, ha- at least for me, I can tell you that my thought process of in my 30s about being a mom and my, now in the 40s, as being a mom, I wasn't a mom in my early 30s. So as a, a mom at 41, it's completely different than if I would have been a mom at 25. Don't you think? I mean, you, you were a mom that young. I was a
1: mom at 25 and 35, Wait. luckily. <clears throat> but <when>
0: it, Apparently.
1: Because <laughs> they kept growing.
0: Right. But, so but I think that there's a different mindset of you being in your 40s. There's, there's a depth. There's a maturity. There's a yeah. sort of like you let go of a lot of things you think you need to do. And you become more of yourself. So I think really focusing on the age um, and and growing and making sure that we align with the level of maturity, wisdom, and growth of a 40-something mother, I think would be really great for Karen.
1: Here's the difference. And I don't know if this... I'm I'm sorry. I know it's off topic. No, no worries. For me, the difference was at 25, um, my mother was 50. And so I was doing a lot of schlepping them to visit her Mm. and 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 she was the one that was still momming, not really me. So like my job was to bring the grandchildren and facilitate whatever activities she wanted to do, which was usually like we would go, even though we're Jewish, like she loves Christmas craft fairs. So So we would go to like Christmas craft fairs and we would make Hanukkah cookies and like this was all facilitated by her. Uh Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Whereas now, I mean, unfortunately, she's gone. But even if she were alive, she would be 65 now, 66 or something like that. And it would be me. It would be me facilitating, me creating the memories, me figuring out what the traditions are now that I'm going to be 40. That's the difference, I think. You know, and I mean – and, you know, anybody who's listening, if you're – now that – I mean, because I'm a new mom, but I'm not a new mom. But I can – but – Ever since my mom passed away, like my – I'm noticing now because now that I'm like eight months pregnant and here it is like um, Halloween and my daughter has been nudging me to go to the orchard and I'm like, I'm not walking around flipping pumpkin. Like I am a pumpkin patch. I'm not – I don't want to go to the pumpkin patch. I definitely can't ride any hay rides. I'll give birth right there in the tractor. Yeah, Like I I can't. I can't do it and she's all – but we do it every year she's 17 yeah but so so that's the kind of stuff i think um i somehow somehow that transitions from being my mother's job to my job in the last 20 years Right. you know what i mean yep So yeah that, for me that's that's a difference.
0: really 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 great point i i yeah. yep that's you're the, so you're cute. older
1: so your mom your parents are older yep. yeah so key. Um, so let's anyway. go over to the right, science, so science. So
0: Dr. Ginger. Dr. Ginger Brain Science Podcast. You know what, Dr. Ginger, I don't know because she's been going on for a while. I don't know if you've done holiday episodes. So if you have, do Maybe send in look. some voice feedback. No, it's a little bit hard. I just went in and looked and oh, she's did? got okay. a lot of stuff in premium. So I wanted to go back, back, back to see if she, because she's had a lot of years on her belt. But Dr. Ginger, yeah. if you have done something for the holidays, send it in and send us some audio feedback because yeah. we would love to play it.
1: But so so her show is about um, unraveling the mysteries of how our brains make us human. So, I mean, obviously, you know, I would love to have a a show all about how and why we celebrate holidays, what it does to our brain. Does the sugar affect anything? Why is there sugar involved in every holiday?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then also the emotions, you know, because we get so attached. You know, there's so many, you know, all the sadness, all the like suicide. Suicide. Yeah. You're smart. Yeah. I feel like we're like. Dude, we are so in tune. But anyway, but really, it does have a lot. I think it would be a really brilliant episode to deal. And I'm sure Dr. Ginger has really focused on this. So even even if she's already interviewed past authors or, or addressed certain, you know, whatever's going on in the science industry at that time, maybe compiling, because that's something else, compiling from your past episodes and reframing whatever wisdom you received from your past guests specifically for the holidays. So you don't even need to have a, a holiday specific, um, guest or holiday specific, um, advice. You can just take what you already have and just kind of package it as a as specific for the holidays. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah. You don't have to work so That's much. Awesome. Perfect. Yes. So really I have, great. you know, I have really something
0: great. else in terms of those tips that I was talking to you about so we can switch. Yeah. Sort of, Like from, sorry, no, no, no. So now I'm You hijacked. So now we've done with the podcast growth and the ideas mm-hmm. of, of special event episodes. But the last tip that I have is, is gratitude fuel. So, so, okay. So here's how I actually learned this from somewhere else and I cannot remember exactly where. So
1: gratitude fuels. Yeah.
0: Gratitude fuels. So, you know, building an, an audience is like super tough and producing a podcast takes time and dedication. So it sometimes it just feels like you're working like a fiend and no one's like <laughs> giving you anything back. You're like, I'm working so hard. So mm-hmm. it could cause you to burn out. Right, it just could, especially if you're like starting out, or even if you've been doing it for a while, you're just like, okay, I'm done, right? So, in order to refuel, one of the fastest and easiest way to do it is gratitude. And I know that seems like super, like woo woo, and like, oh, give me a break, but <laughs> but it literally does build you up. It's like gratitude softens you, and it gives you a much needed break instead of having to push through. So, here's an example of what that means for your podcast. So, you can have something that's like. You can do something like cause marketing. So you can mark you partner with a charity or a cause that you're passionate about and you give them some free publicity on the show. You talk about them, you send people to their site, you interview someone from their organization just because. you promote them with no expectations other than to be of service. So even then you could just do that for yourself. Something, even if it doesn't really quite align with your show, especially how we were talking about, um, the mother stuff or whatever industry you're really passionate about to really reach out to somebody that needs some help there, you know, especially those charities and, and really do a podcast episode all about them. Another way to do it would be to gift a promo. So you can send in a promo for one of your favorite podcasts without being asked, like us. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, you know, <laughs> if there's a podcast that you love, if there's, um, or even, a, it doesn't even have to be a podcast, but obviously this is a podcast about podcasting. So we really focus on that. But maybe you could do something like, hello, this is Elsie and um, from the XYZ podcast, and you're listening to, you know, whatever podcast you love, the best podcast about blah, blah. And you can just send that to them via their email. They'll totally love it. They, You know, this is something people don't really do. You can make it super simple. Um, and the same goes for audio feedback. And I know that a lot of people don't use it on their show, but do you remember who sent us our one of our first, like, no, it wasn't even an audio feedback. We got a video feedback. Do you remember that, Jess? I'm thinking. It was Erica, Erica Liramark. <laughs>
1: oh my God, yes. Do
0: you remember how awesome that was? Yeah. So we got so Erica Lurmark is an amazing business coach. She's just fabulous at what she does. She's she's so much more than a business coach. And she just like randomly sent us a video <laughs> of telling us how much she loved our show. And we I know. had just put it was in like so awesome and nice. It was like two episodes in and we were like, What the I, I didn't even know she'd listened. I know. So it was so great to do that. And it was completely unsolicited. It just came to us and how it just, it makes you feel good to be able to do that for somebody else. So you, you take the time to step into somebody else's work just because that is, it it starts to soften the, 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 the heaviness of having to produce something for yourself. So, you know, when you take the time to do things from that kind of a place, generosity starts to refuel you. So it gives you the strength to continue putting your best, best work out there just because. So there you have it. So those are my three yeah. tips. What do you think about the gratitude thing? I know it's kinda cheesy, but it actually works.
1: No, I always every time I take time to feel grateful about something, it always works. You know, there was a huge movement before the entrepreneurial movement. Oprah started it with I I, I, I can never say her name, Von Zahn. Yeah.
0: I, I, Alana. Don't even ask Von me to Zahn. say it because I will mess it up more. And
1: Sarah Breath Spaniard I I know that's not her name, but <laughs> Sarah Bant. Y'all know who I'm talking about. We'll she have links like in the show theme.
0: notes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she had a gratitude journal, and she would encourage people to write in it every day. Or um, Then Oprah said, you know, I always write every day five things I'm thankful for. And, the, and she had a bunch of people on who were tooting gratitude for – a while and i wonder if it was at a time when i happened to be watching tv at that time every day because like either i was home with my kids or something anyway um which would have meant it was like probably like 15 16 17 years ago mm-hmm. um but ever since then it's sort of been ingrained in my brain i don't i don't make extra effort to do that because i sort of somehow and I'm not bragging or anything because I don't know how it happened. I'm just saying somehow I've reprogrammed myself to be like, well, you know what? Um, this sucks, but at
0: least this. Yeah, right. I
1: always – there's never a negative – uh, well, pregnancy is different, but normally there's negative never a negative situation that happens to me or or my children. And actually they hate this about me hmm. Where where I don't go – You know, like, especially if someone's picking on them or someone's mean to them, I'm just like, you know what, you should be really grateful because they probably have parents that aren't very nice to them. And that's how they learn that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like they hate it about me, but somehow I've been able to reprogram myself to do it. So, um, but I totally agree. It has to be within your, if you can reprogram yourself to do it because it's, not just about um, making things okay in your head, but it's it's a motivating thing too. Because there's so many times I see people online that are like just sad sacking themselves to death.
0: Yeah, and that's that's such a good a topic. Oh my god, that's such a good topic what for, a waste
1: of time for the brain good science in
0: for for Doctor Ginger again to see like how that starts to mess not mess but affect your brain, brain chemistry. You know, to start to shift your perspective and mind thoughts. I mean, it there, there it's not just like a practice, a woo-woo practice, there's there's a, there's something specific that happens to your brain, you know? Um, but it'll be really interesting to see that, pro- that thought process, at least.
1: Let me just, yeah, I think you're right. I would love to hear that. No, but let me just, I just want to give advice. This is my only holiday advice for people who hate their family, can't stand their in-laws, dread it every year. I find that if you decorate your house with sparkly things. Oh my God, I love it. To look at, it it kind of softens the blow of whoever's coming in there to sort of like pee in your cornflakes on some level. So like, so like I find that my the people who annoy me the most are less annoying when my house is full of sparkly crap. Yep, and it, it doesn't have to be lights because I'm the, again like I I've this year I told my husband it's lights or die, but again because we're Jewish he's always kind of a he feels like it's very Christian-y. Mm-hmm. but like. I don't care. I want to look at lights. I need sparkly ornaments. They don't have it doesn't have to be Jesus, but I mm-hmm. like to have I like to have sparkly chipmunks in the snow,
0: mm-hmm. and he's just going
1: to have to deal with it. Yep. Because it makes listening to my family better. Yep. I don't know why, but it just
0: does. I actually have a couple of um I have a, a, an entire podcast uh, for my Elsie's yoga class that is based on that concept, specific concept. I, so I'm right. So you is are right. Just me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I an entire concept based on that and I will post a link in the show notes. It's a really great class and it's, and it's all about that. It's basically about seeing, cause this is how I framed it. It's like, how amazing is it when you're, cause I used to have to walk over to my yoga class at night and when I was walking over, it was, amazing the way things started to shift around when there were lights around the outside of yeah. the houses oh God, and how you can transform things like, uh, parking meters when they're wrapped up in like little stencil things, all of a sudden yeah. everything becomes super magical. So yeah. So there's a class on that. I have a magic class. It was one yeah. of my favorite class like the people that really loved it and i have another class on the misfits which i based it all on you know rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and the misfit and the 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 guy you know the little elf that wants to be a dentist
1: (laughs) yeah i forget his name but yeah yeah
0: so i i based on those i'm gonna put those classes in the show notes as well because they're so fun so and if
1: you are married to a scrooge like me just buy sparkly sweaters he can't stop you yeah you can't stop me from sparkling, darn
0: it. Gosh darn it. Everybody should have their own sparkle time. I
1: will glitter. I
0: will.
1: <laughs> I'm going to glitter my pants off. I don't care what he
0: says. <laughs> so, um. Anyway. So, ladies, uh, guess what? So, when we were talking about all this stuff, I'm going to be doing a workshop. Um. Yes. about this. So, podcast. Gro- to take it. Go, baby! Go podcast growth for the holidays. Plan, re-engage, and connect. So, it's a little. It's really a, like a a hands-on workshop where we'll walk through all of these things that I talked about, and we'll work through them together. So, you will get a little email from me. You will get a prompt. You will have a Facebook group. You know all that fun stuff so that you can get this stuff done. So, if you know you don't know how to reconnect with your mission, or you need you know ideas for how to create more foundation with your audience and connect with them and your special ideas, the way that, you know, Jess and I have been talking about this. this. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, about gratitude, how you can create that sense of engagement with your community, what charities you would like to connect with, or possibly how you can gift a promo to somebody, how to create that. And we'll kind of do this together Really simple stuff. So you can start to come into... You have to look in the show notes to find a link. It's going to be on my website, which is at yogeek.me, yogeek.me, Y-O-G-E-E-K.me. And you'll find a link there for that specific workshop. And it'll be like a week-long, very... Um, nothing too pressureful, but it'll be great to work in the sense of community Just to little
1: tidbits, little
0: tidbits. Do. Absolutely. So that you can really yeah. get focused to land the end of the year, the way that you yeah. want to land it, you know, instead. The
1: charity thing is so good. Ugh. One time I helped, um, at a Christmas tree, I forget, I think it was for the boys club, boys and girls club. Mm-hmm. I helped people pick out and wrap Christmas tree. It was so fun. Yeah.
0: So it'll be—it really would fun. be it's not
1: podcasting related. Sorry, but it's fine.
0: No, but I mean, I think that you can do stuff like that, even if it's a local yeah. event. So we can work on it together, and you can sign up um, in you know at yogi.me, or you can just look into the show notes for this episode and then see the link directly from there. It'll—you'll notice what the title is, and um, we can get it done. So it should be starting at the at mid-November, and uh, we can take it from there. Yay! 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 So, um, all right. Check that out. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think we covered the holiday thing. Awesome sauce. Pretty well.
0: I think that Um, we've done a
1: pretty good job. I would love to hear in either the group or on the blog how you guys prepare your podcast for the holidays. Absolutely. Because maybe next year we can use those for a different show about holidays. Yeah, no. You're right. We need you to come to uh, contribute.
0: Yep. That would be really awesome, and you know yeah. if and and what is it that you would like to you know focus on, or especially now uh, for the end of the year for yourself, if you could even just send us some voice feedback, we'd love to play for play it, you know, um, at, as we start to get through towards the end of the year, even just as a little bumper, right? Um, Jess, we could put a little a little bumper for all of you guys. <laughs> yeah, if you want to do that, so yay we did it Yay. if you have feedback please send it over at feedback at shepodcasts.com. you can also go into the facebook group you can join our facebook group Shepodcast.com slash group if you are not part of it and we usually have a post in there for each episode and there's a lot of really lovely conversation that goes on through there so if you'd like to uh, do that we would appreciate it mm-hmm. anything else
1: that is it. And if you're not in the directory, add yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because- and if you don't have a show to add on the shepodcast.com in the top right corner, there's a yellow button that just says join the community so you can be um abreast of all the knowledge abreast. before it comes out.
0: That word abreast. That's right.
1: That was a she podcast pun. <laughs> <laughs> Keep yourself right abreast on. of the situation. Exactly. And, um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes. Absolutely.
0: And uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.